Today's gospel passage is about the sower and the seed. And the very first preaching class I ever had was from Sister Pat Parakini, and she said, the worst homilies given in the church are on this passage. Because it tells you right in the gospel what it means. So I'm not going to repeat it again to you, okay? Just listen to what Jesus says. He could do a better job with it than me. We'll concentrate, surprise, surprise, on our first reading today. So the background for this is, okay, David is now the king of all Israel. The kingdom is pretty much at peace. And he says, you know, God... We've been carting you around in the Ark of the Covenant for the last 250 years, ever since Moses got those tablets from Mount Sinai. We've carted them everywhere in a tent, and it's time for us to honor you. We're going to build you a temple. And God responds by speaking to the prophet Nathan, and we hear that response today. It's a surprising response. And so often, God calls us, when we think we know the answers, God has something different, something that we might think is not as good an idea. And so, let's take a moment just to reflect on how God continues to invite us to a wonderful, exciting, unexpected future. Recently, I was talking with a very dear friend of mine, She reported that in the past few weeks, she's come to a deeper, more profound respect and relationship with Jesus Christ as a person. Jesus Christ walking among us, getting his hands dirty, seeing all our flaws and sinfulness and imperfections up close, and choosing to love us anyway. That is a sense of God is imminent. We call God Emmanuel, God with us. It's talked about in the Old Testament and in the New Testament that Jesus is God, quote, pitching his tent among us, just as the tent that held the Ark of the Covenant was pitched among the people. But there's another aspect of God that is so important to us, and that is the transcendence of God. Transcendence is recognizing that God is totally beyond us, greater than us, beyond our comprehension. That is the God that we reverence. Discipleship requires us to understand God as both imminent and transcendent. When David desired to build a temple, I wonder if God detected a desire on the Israelites' part to put God in a box. We know where you are now, God, so we can go in there and access you whenever we want, but now we can shut the door and pretend that you don't see what's going on. As you may have heard, the Diocese of Knoxville is looking to build a new cathedral. When this diocese was established, Sacred Heart Parish was made the cathedral, but it's not really a cathedral. It's just a parish. And it is just not big enough. It only seats 550 people. And many events in this diocese that need to happen in the cathedral, we have more than 900 people trying to cram in there. We need a new cathedral 
primarily as an imminence issue. Because we can't recognize God among us if we can't fit all of us in the building together. But a lot of people are complaining about building a new cathedral because it's going to be big and expensive and pretty. And they say, well, is that really important? All the arguments against building the cathedral are about overemphasizing transcendence. But we need both. And right now we do not have a place to celebrate the imminence of God among all the people of East Tennessee. Our relationship and our worship of God must always have both aspects, the imminence and the transcendence. We may quibble a bit about the balance between, for example, all of you will probably kneel during the Eucharistic prayer. I think because there's no kneelers, I wouldn't bother, but that's okay (laughs) that you do. It's not wrong, I'm not right, and you're wrong. It's just a difference in our understanding of how to celebrate the transcendence. We need both. Let us pray. God, you are the source of the universe and you dwell within our hearts. Keep us in touch. Keep us in relationship with your transcendence and your imminence at all moments of our lives. Amen.